the Art and Industry of Business and Living podcast, discussing conscious choices around business, money, life and living and creating a greater future for you and the planet. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Art and Industry of Business and Living podcast. Now, a little behind the scenes thing. We didn't show it to you. We didn't tell it to you. You can't hear it. It's just what happened here. I completely forgot the name of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Alas, we started again for you. Uh, We are in Beverly Hills, Los Angeles, California, United States of America, And I, Simone Millicis, your podcast host, have just finished a Choice of Possibilities class that I co-hosted with Dr. Dane here, who I have known Dane for about 17 years uh, and the co-creator, founder, Gary Douglas. And I've been involved in Access Consciousness for all of that time. I came up with my own reasons and justifications for not being involved at the beginning. I remember helping them out and you know, doing certain things and saying, you know, you need a website, you need an email address, you need to do this. And, you know, I'll just set this up for you. And Gary was like, well, maybe you could actually contribute to the business side of things. And of course I went, no, 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 no. I don't have time for that. I have my own business, you know, but I'll just do this piece over here. And he would look at me and smile and say, okay, you know, thank you so much. We're really grateful for everything that you're contributing. And before I knew it, I was hosting the first, uh, it was called Level 2 and 3 at that time. It was a four-day class and now it's the Choice of Possibilities class, which is the one I just did today. And I was hosting one of those classes and then before I knew it again, I was in Houston, Texas in somebody's lounge room doing my first facilitator's class with 12 people in there. (laughs) And for an Australian, it's like, you know, when you think about America, you don't really think about Houston, Texas. <laughs> you generally think about going to New York or Los Angeles or something like that. And I remember walking around Houston going, what happened? How did I get here? You know, <laughs> but what I did was I was willing to follow the energy and know that what I was choosing was something that was going to create something greater. I had no idea how that was going to show up or what it was going to look like. I just knew that it matched the energy of what I desired to create. So here today, it's a bit unusual what we're doing here today. We have champagne in hand uh, because one must have champagne after doing a class and it's 7 p.m. in Beverly Hills, like I said. (laughs) I have my wonderful, amazing Incredibly beautiful, not just on the outside, but in the inside assistant. Marnie Barenko is here. Welcome, Marnie. Thank you. It's good to be here. And she's been making me cry today. She's doing it again. (laughs) Oh, I'm so grateful for her. And I also have Miss, uh, which if I was a lesbian, I would get married to this lady. Right. Just purely (laughs) for selfish reasons for her name, because I love her name. Her name is Sylvia Puentes. So welcome, Sylvia. Thank you so much. (laughs) What an introduction, hey? Have you ever been introduced on a radio show like that? No, it's the first. Well, actually, you just, um, you just, Picked up a date tonight, didn't you, with your Uber driver? I so did. And it was easy and fun. Within two minutes, I'm getting into the Uber. (laughs) Well, let let me get clear, actually. She hasn't actually gone out on the date yet. So we don't know if he's easy yet. Well, I would say as persistent that she wasn't getting out of the car without giving the phone number over. He actually parked a few, like a little block away. So we couldn't get out and run. Like it was, yeah, no joke. Nice. I like that. I like the energy that you create with that. So... Sophia is Access Consciousness's, um, 
She just became the regional event coordinator for, we call it, the Americas, because we have three different companies, one based in the US, one based in Australia, and one based in Ireland. So Sylvia is now uh, taking on quite a large job, but a fun job, I think, Mm -hmm. of looking, you know, overseeing all of our events that we have in America, Canada, South America, etc. And you know what? It helps that she's, uh, where are you actually originally from, Sylvia? I was actually born in California, but Uh both my parents are from Mexico, Michoacán y Guanajuato. Mexico. Yes. I love the way you say that, (laughs) Mexico. It's like, arriba, arriba. (laughs) That's all I know. Growing up in Australia, you know, Arriba, arriba, fastest mouse in Mexico. <laughs> and actually very different. I grew up in Northern California, very different energy than South America. I mean, South California. Right. Yeah. So yeah. not from LA, but out by, you know, north of San Francisco. Right. More the country girl. So as a child, did they, did you head home, like home much to, to the, to Mexico? Like, did your parents go there much? Or? No. And that was something that actually my father was very different than a lot of the other uncles and aunts that I knew that he didn't go back and forth every season. He actually chose to stay, started to buy properties, and people called him crazy for doing that, and I'm so grateful. He actually chose to create what he could then retire on and then buy an orchard of papayas and mangoes, which he's now working on out in Tepic, Nayarit. I love your accent, though. So how did you pick up that accent then? Is it just from being with your parents, like growing up in that family? You know, and this is where, like, I'm grateful for my parents for so much, but one of the things, my parents both know English, um, heavy accent, but they know English, but my father always insisted he didn't know. So if we were going to ask that we wanted to go out with a friend, let alone a boy, it was he would always say he didn't understand. So he would force (laughs) us to speak in Spanish. Right. And since I was one of the older siblings there, you know, anytime we had family, we had family over all the time. There was always someone living with us, too. So there was always so much Spanish spoken, and so right. that's how I kept practicing. So it became a part of your life. Yeah. 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 Nice. And Marnie, let's, well, let's talk about you. <laughs> Where did you grow up? I know you live in Colorado at the moment. I do. I was born in Iowa mm-hmm. and then lived in Minnesota, so Midwestern farm girl. Not technically growing up on the farm, but grandparents on both sides were farmers, and you know, so. What sort of farmers? Just like cows and corn. <laughs> cows and corn. If you go to Iowa. CNC. That is what they have a lot right. of. Cows, cows and, corn. and corn. So, yes. You know, I remember I had a friend from uh, originally from Minnesota, and he told me one day, because coming from Australia, especially living in the Sunshine Coast, it's yes. hot. It's tropical. You know, it's hot, hot, hot. And he told me that. At certain times of the year when you'd go outside, you you were told you weren't, you know, allowed to go to school because it would be too cold. Yeah. And that the sometimes, and he, you can tell me now if he was lying to me or not because okay. I believed it. <laughs> yes. It's like that the uh, the liquid in your eyes would sometimes, if you were outside, could freeze over. So they'd be like, you have to get back inside. Was that a lie? That was the last actually. <laughs> no was. way. So it is very cold. Okay. <laughs> very, very cold. But the liquid in my eyes never froze. <laughs> And, and we had to play outside so a lot, even me. when it was cold. <laughs> it right. was sort of like you're up, go outside, and if it's cold, bundle and go. So, right. And my eyes never froze right. over. So. I'm Skyping him soon. Well, it's not that they froze <laughs> no, over, no, but, but that, he was no. like, you've got to get inside so it doesn't happen. Does it, doesn't, yeah. No, they they stay warm, but you are bundled. I believe that story for a long yeah, time. actually not true. <laughs> All right, Darren, I'm coming after you. <laughs> but it is cold, and they have mosquitoes. Like, they joke that it's the state bird because they're huge. And really? so there's, It's like the land of 10,000 lakes, so you've got cold in the wintertime. But it's very beautiful with all the lakes and water, but that invites a lot of mosquitoes uh-huh. as well. So people love it there. I was not one of them. Right. Yes. So you moved. <laughs> I moved. <laughs> Cows and corn and mosquitoes. And mosquitoes The and local lakes. bird. <laughs> I see. So anyway, these guys are, I mean, 
I'm talking about them now, but what I, what we talked about today was actually them sort of interviewing me about what we've just done because we just had, the, like I said, three days of Choice of Possibilities class with Dr. Dane here and there's many classes you can do and access and there's there's literally thousands of facilitators around the world. So if you are desiring to check this out, go to accessconsciousness.com and find a facilitator in your area. We are in 174 countries at least. We're even in North Korea. It's like, hello. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. And uh, just recently, Vietnam has had some bars classes there as well, which is, is very cool. So we have thousands of facilitators all over the world. We have bars classes that you can attend. Then we have foundation classes, which we have, I think, possibly about 500 or 600 facilitators now that can facilitate the foundation classes, which is a four-day class you do after bars. And then one of the next classes you can go do is called Choice of Possibilities, and it's three days, and it's has been previously with Gary Douglas, the founder, and also Dr. Dane here, the co-creator. And short, funny story, we were in Langkawi in Malaysia about to do a seven-day event, and they arrived, and there's this beautiful beach bar, and they said, do you want to come down and have a drink with us? And we're, of course, sure, we're Australian. We will always have a drink with you. <laughs> and um, so we sit down, and, and Gary and Dane look at Brendan and I, and they're like, okay, we want to ask you something with this huge intensity. And if you guys, if you know these guys, it's like when they're intense, it's a, and it's an intensity that vibrates, you know, across the world. And they said, we'd like to, you know, ask you something. Just know that you have choice. And we're like, okay, doesn't feel like we have choice. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, you have choice, you know. And they asked us if we were interested in doing these choice of possibilities classes um, that they'd been doing. And immediately Brandon was the one that just went, I'm in. And then I went, oh, he's in. Okay, I'm in too. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, of course, my ducks in a row, I was going to, hang on a second, I'm the worldwide coordinator of access. How am I going to do that, all that business, plus do these classes? And I still haven't worked that out. But what I'm doing is I'm taking each day as it comes and realizing, you know, like this morning I looked at, started to look at, you know, work, Skype, Slack, email, and was like, okay, I'm not sure I can do all of this right now. I'm just going to go have a shower and order some coffee and get to class and then I'll have a look at that later. So it's a very different energy that I, I noticed that I'm asking to be here. So it's a big introduction I just gave to that whole you know entire thing. But do you guys have any questions? Yeah, I actually do. So you facilitated a lot of things from foundations to joy of business classes and all kinds of things. So what was different for you with choice of possibilities you know Marnie and I actually had a conversation about this last night and I asked her to write a blog on it because the way you described it was brilliant I know that when I was going to facilitate I I knew it was going to be different but I also wasn't like well I'm going to try and work out what that energy is going to be or you know work out the how or the why or the what or the when I mean and how many of you try and do that rather than actually just being with what's going to show up the first class I did was with Gary Douglas in Brazil. And like I said, I knew it was going to be different. I have facilitated bars, foundation, joy business classes, you know, joy business facilitator training. And in a linear aspect, you'd go, oh, the joy business facilitator training is going to be more similar to the choice of possibilities, you know. And yeah. somewhere I had that little bit of a conclusion happening. And it's nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. And the best way I can describe it, and after talking to you, Marnie, last night, and also I spoke to Gary Douglas this morning, and 
I mean, you were describing that by the time people get to choice of possibilities, get to the, and we call it COP for short, you know, they come to foundation and there's all these tools that they so match the energy of what you knew was possible, yet no one has spoken about it. And it's this fresh energy where you're like, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, you know. Yeah, excited. Things that actually work. Things that are actually changing things. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. On on all topics, you know, from family, business, money, you know, bodies, sex, relationships, all of it. It's like it's all there and it's all available. And these brand new tools that, but somewhere you already knew them. Yeah. And then I think by the time you get to COP, this is the, you know, are you in or, or are you out energy. Yeah. Because it's sort of like this place of people desiring more or desiring to resist what is occurring as more. So I get like the energy that you be with these classes is, you know, everyone who's in the class, it's like tapping into their energy and their universe and their reality. And it's almost like pulling it out and being available with that. Even at nighttime is what I realized. Just because you leave class at 5 or 6 p.m. doesn't mean you go, okay, checking out now. It's like, I mean, I was so wired most of the nights and, I could hardly sleep, but I was so tired because you're still in these people's realities of going, okay, let me show you what else is possible. Yeah. So would you say like with that, it's the choice to be present with it all the time or what are, how do you choose into that? Cause I get that that's like the choice to not drop people and leave them at class and come back the next day and. I didn't have an answer for you because yeah. I don't get it to how. It's like it's I didn't a, know it was going to be like that. And it's like I think it, it, it's just that place of being present with every every choice that you make. And, I mean, in access, you know, being a facilitator too, you're always like, okay, so what can I be now? What next? What next? What next? Like what energy is available now? And I would not have been able to describe it as that before. Yeah. Um, and even now it's like I don't – I'm not designed to conclude it. It's just – you know what, the possibilities that are available for people is astounding. And if they desire to choose it, it's like, you know, you're there. It's like you've got yeah. their back. But it's not just me either. It's, you know, the amount of people who contribute to it and the hosts, the, you know, both of you <laughs> of what you contribute to it being a possibility as well. It's like we all know that we're, you know, here on this planet and this earth to create a greater change for people. So yeah, it's... um. It's just more, more intense and not Latino intense. <laughs> we were just saying in class today, how do we describe that? Like the, We you know, call it the telenovela. The telenovela, <laughs> yeah. So talk well, you, about telenovela. Well, it's interesting, you know, when people, you know, I'm also Latina. So there's that sense where sometimes you just really get into your problem and really like it's over dramatized in the sense like, oh, my God, there's no hope, you know emotions go with your face and everything and we joke about it but it's actually real <laughs> like people do create do that. it as and, real yes yeah created as real so in class we had someone who went into that and and it's just like wow it really is real people choose that and the facilitation was just brilliant to actually see that and then really choose beyond that mm. which was just incredible because that when you get stuck in that, you know, that, that drama, the story, the helplessness, the hopelessness of whatever it is. Um, and I would say for me, I was so aware of that energy the very first day of class. Uh I told Simone, it was like, you know, sludging through concrete because the thing that we were talking about choice of possibilities being different, it's like bars. Oh, it's awesome. This, this hands-on process Mm -hmm. and I can relax and let go of stuff and it's easy to receive and foundations. Yay. New tools that change stuff. 
And then choice of possibilities is like you come face to face with what you have decided limits and stops you from having something else. And it will come up and it will show up. And so all the stories you were talking about, it's like the energy in people's worlds of where they have decided they can't have something else was so like palpable in the room the first day. And then just watching as we went into the afternoon of day one and then day two, where people really came to, am I going to choose to go beyond or not? It literally is choice, like choice of possibilities. I'm either going to choose beyond the limitation and I'm being invited to that and someone's being the invitation and there's a space to that, or I'm going to stay with my story, my telenovela story of how awful wrong this thing that I can never go beyond. And that energy was so up in the room and then to see people choose beyond it was amazing. And it was brilliant. There was a facilitation today, actually, where the old lady was being facilitated and there was a story that way. And you could have just clearly gone on with clearing of the energy, but you actually stopped it and you asked, like, yes or no? Right. Like, yes. Yes or no. And there was this pause. There was this silence in the room because she had to really choose. Yeah. Not and based on her story, based on what are my choices and it right wasn't now, a, yes. right here. And it wasn't about going over that to like, well, clear your energy. But you were really inviting her to look at the energy and to choose. And then after that, the incredible tools of access to energetically clear more of that energy that was blocked there was brilliant. But that's one of the gifts that I see of COP. It really is that, that you're invited like, hey, what are you going to choose? And that just kept showing up throughout the three days that you, both you and Dane, really invited us to, brilliantly, it's like, hey, you are actually in the driver's seat. You get to choose. And that's one of the gifts that this class, COP, Choice of Possibilities, has been in my own life. Every Mm -hmm. time I take a class, and I've taken many, I don't count anymore, every time my creations explode. Like there's an energy of creation that if you're willing to choose it and have it, it will explode. Because there's always more. That's yes. the thing. It's like, I don't know, you were saying it's not even the tip of the iceberg. And yeah. I think Tane said not even the snowflake. It's like the snowflake on the tip of the iceberg. But it is. It's like there's always more to choose. But that's what I love about the way Simone facilitates is yeah. it really does just cut through whatever the story is. And it's like, okay, yeah. now would, you, would you like to choose something else? And yeah. one of the questions I have for you, Simone, that actually... You know, out of the gratitude that Dane had for you at the end that he spoke to, which was just beautiful. You know, you guys have known each other for 17 years, and here you're now co-facilitating. Like, this might have been the class, right? Like, you may never... Come I know. Out. Right, this might have been it. We were talking about that, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, the gift, I think, for many people around the world to go, wow, Brendan and Simone are now facilitating COP. There's a new energy. But I hadn't heard it this way, and Dane actually spoke about you being this difference, not just as a woman, but as a being and who you be and what you offer. I just would love to hear what that was like for you to hear that and, you know, what what you're aware of, that the difference you be. Well, it's interesting because I did get a precursor to it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he actually, we were talking about it at lunchtime yesterday and, uh, I mean, he, he didn't go into this class with any conclusions either, but he, he was saying, you know, I realised yesterday with a lot of the ladies in class and the way they looked at you and what you were offering to them, that it was different Mm -hmm. to what I could. And he said, I hadn't noticed that before. And I also said to him that there's this lovely lady in France, Mina, who years ago when I did a Joy of Business class in Paris, it was the first time I got the inclination of that as well, 
because I remember the gratitude, and she speaks, well, I think she speaks good English, she thinks she speaks crap English, but anyway, she spoke to me in her broken, you know, English French, and I remember the gratitude she had in her world, and I realized, oh, I can be an invitation for, like, women to be women, but not from this, like, you know, burn your bras and and, and <laughs> yes. have, you know, I mean, I love being treated like a lady. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That is one of my favorite things in the world. I love it when a gentleman opens a door for me, you know, pours me a glass of champagne, lifts up my bags, like takes care of me. And I was just telling um, someone today, oh, you, Marnie, today, that when we, I think it was Marnie, when we go to a hotel room, Brendan will always sleep on the on the side of the bed that is uh, closest to the door because that's what gentlemen are supposed to do to protect the woman. Mm-hmm. But it's like things like that. And it's like, it's not a necessity. It's like, it might sound cheesy, (laughs) but it's like, I love it. It's like, I love that energy. And I'm also willing to be everything that I can be. And it doesn't mean that I'm disempowered by being treated like a a lady from men. And I'm asking and hoping that that is the invitation that I can be for Mm -hmm. women to know that they can be all of them. But they don't have to fight for it in this like bitchy weird way that so many women turn it into and I'm allowed to say that because I'm a woman it's like I think that's the thing too it's like you know if if Dane or Gary or Brendan say something on stage they're like oh yeah they're just being men doing this and I'm like no come on women you are weird creatures you know (laughs) crazy creatures it's like I think every woman has some sort of percentage of crazy (laughs) and I know it when I do it and what if it it wasn't about defending anything and what if it was about creating more possibilities on the planet for you, you know, for men, for everyone involved and for the planet, for the land, for the earth, all of that, but not having to fight for anything and not having for, to defend for anything, knowing that what who you be and what you choose can create a change on the planet. And, and that is such a different possibility to women that we don't see yeah. because it is the polarity of either I shrink and be small and make myself this like, you know, needy, clingy, tiny little person, or I have to be the dominant controlling and not receive kindness from men or anyone else because I'm the strong, powerful woman. So the invitation that it's not the polarity of either one of those, it's actually being empowered and being able to receive kindness. And totally. I remember years, many, 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 many years ago, um, not that I'm that old, <laughs> but I remember someone said to me, what makes a man a man makes a woman a bitch. Years ago, this is way before access, but it's like the any, I mean, you guys just, I mean, yeah. you can't see them here, but they both went, oh, oh and yeah. nodded. But that's what's been projected as from this reality. It's like mm-hmm. a man gets up there and goes, right, this, 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 and this, and he's maybe the quote-unquote boss in the business or boss in, in, in his life. And when a woman does it, it's known as being a bitch. Mm-hmm. And it's what I would ask if you're listening to this too is have a look at how you're being with that because there's such a different way that you can be the potency that you be without being a demanding bitch. Mm-hmm. It's like that does that's not actually required. It's like if you be the kindness that you be and it doesn't have to be all, you know, soppy and hugging heart to heart. That's not what I'm saying. It's like being you, being present and knowing where you're heading and knowing what you would like to lead as and how you would like to be a leader is what can create a difference on the planet. 
and with being a woman, it's like being grateful for. I mean, I love mm. being a woman. I do too. That's all. Like you know, pat ourselves <laughs> you to you. Eat, it's like and yeah, and you get an eight in two yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when you say that too, with you and Dane, it's like facilitating this class. Two very potent facilitators, powerful creators, and you each were the space of who you be. Like nobody shrunk and made themselves smaller or less than. And there was at the same time this like acknowledging and honoring and kindness and gratitude that there was a flow between the two of you. And it was amazing. I mean, it was so, and that is such a different thing in the, in this reality. It, there was no competition. There was no, no. Who, we have to talk equal times. There was, there was just this ease of communion. Really. And you guys were willing to share the gratitude you had. Like, wow, that was good. Like, hey, you know, like, hey, I'm yeah. listening. Yeah, you know? That was great. Yeah. God, I love you. I know. I noticed that. So that, but that at the same time, like you guys willing to be that open with what was there for you invites us to like, that's available. Like you can have that with someone else just as powerful. You know? No, what if you never had to compete with anyone? I mean, can anyone yeah. truly compete right. with you? No. With you? No. <laughs> no. It's like you are the only one that ever competes with you. <laughs> I also would like to ask you, Simone, you know, given this class was choice of possibilities, like what is it that you know about choice? Because even with your story about being invited to facilitate this class, there was the yes and that choice, like what that's going to create. So like what does choice of possibility mean to you? Like just... I guess maybe choice. Well, that might be a really big question, but... No, well, well, okay, so to be honest, when I told you that story too, in the moment that it happened when they asked us and and Brendan goes, I'm in, is a very clear indication of how Brendan is because Brendan will just choose like, uh-huh. like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. That's how he chooses. And when he said, I'm in, and I went, oh, I realised that my head was going well, hang on a sec, what do I have to work out first? Like, do I have to sort something out or do I have to choose something different or do I, you know? And then him being that energy, which is his choice that he chooses and him being the energy and he says, I'm in. And I notice, and I think that's the choice of possibilities, is when you recognize the energy that someone is like that and you can go, oh, it's actually that easy. And when I went, I'm in too. And that's not based on competition or based on I want to do the same thing as him. I went, wow, it was so easy for him to do that. Yep, I'm in too. And then all the other things will fall into place. And we still don't know what that is. I mean, I keep saying, welcome to the year of chaos 2018. <laughs> yes. And I mean chaos in the, not like havoc, no. chaos as in like let's ask questions, consciousness has got our back, the universe has got our back, let's play, let's have fun here. I mean, we're selling our house this year and building a new house. So I think there's like seven months we're actually literally homeless. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, yes, and of course, and we're going off and facilitating these COPs. We've just put our son in boarding school. You know, there's so many different things that are occurring that it was like, okay, you just got to take each moment as it comes. And I think the choice of possibilities really is about that place of knowing that there are infinite possibilities available. It's not limited. Yeah. Nothing is limited. The only The only thing that is limited is what you make it. The only time your life is limited is when you choose to make it limited based on some reason and justification for not choosing something greater. So there is a choice of possibilities available for each and every single person. And if you're listening to this and going, oh, yeah, but they're talking about every other person except for me, that's not true. We're you know, actually talking to you. I used to have that. Oh, <laughs> I would be me too. And it'd be like, me they're too. talking about mm-hmm. so-and-so. Oh, this would be for so-and-so. And finally, I've gone up to Dana Mall. I actually can hear it. Like, you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are hearing that, no, yeah, I can't yeah. change that. We yeah. actually are. 
<laughs> well, I went through this stage also with Gary and Dana going, you know what, you need to talk to everyone else in the class too. It's not just about me. So I was like, everything applies to me. You know, there's other people here too, you know. <laughs> but it became this big joke. But, I mean, look at that. It's like anytime something else shows up, another possibility, ask, okay, so, you know, where am I not choosing this or where could I be choosing this? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like I get so... Frustrated and excited and everything at the same time. I mean, one of the, you know, the classes that I do is getting out of debt joyfully. And I say no one needs to have a money problem. And I know that I can feel people's, you know, hairs on their back sort of raise and be like, yeah, whatever, bitch. You know, and I'm like, no, <laughs> hang for on you a sec. I'm like, yeah, but hang on. It's like you, you, no one does need to have a money problem. I mean, I remember being in, in Europe and hitchhiking. They have this thing called Mitfasenthalle. And you can, you basically, it's organized hitchhiking and you, you pay for petrol, like gas in the car that you go in. And I remember going to Munich and this woman was dropping me off in Munich and she's like, well, what hotel are you staying at? And I'm like, oh, I don't have a hotel. Just drop me off at the train station. And she's like, what do you mean drop me off at the train station? I was like, well, I'm just going to sleep there. And she's like, you're going to sleep on the train station. And to me, I was arriving like at midnight or something. And I'm like, I really can't afford to pay for a hotel room that's from midnight till, you know, 7 a.m. when I was getting my train, I'll just sleep on the train station. Uh-huh. And she was like in shock and horror. And I'm like, it's okay. She ended up introducing me to this place that was in the train station that is for women who've been abused and raped. And she was like, look, you need to stay in here at least because you can sleep on the floor there, but the doors will be locked and you'll be safe. And I'm like, all right. You know, but I was like, okay, I'll take that. I'll receive that. You know, yeah, I, I am a bit safer being in here with my backpack. Like, And if you've ever backpacked and done what I'm talking about and you wrap your body around your backpack as you go to sleep so that you know if someone's going to come and steal something, hopefully you're going to wake up, you know. <laughs> but I've lived that. I've done that. I've had no money and now I've created actually having money in my life and I'm not stopping there. Yeah. No matter what you guys think about that and you think it's like greedy or needy or whatever, it's not coming from that. It's coming from the space of you're allowed to ask for more in any area of your life. Yeah. So anywhere that you haven't been willing to ask for more and ask for the choice of possibilities, yeah. where you destroy and uncreate it, yes. times are God's day in, yes. right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And my good friend Dr. Dane here will explain that clearing statement to you in theclearingstatement.com if you ever want to go check it out. And if you don't, just know that it works, okay? So anything else, ladies, that we want to mention about this? Or I'm so grateful for you guys. Grateful for you too. Yeah. Mm. You said it it well and said it all, but I think class ended with somebody saying, so it's just you choose and then you choose and then you choose (laughs) and then you choose. But it was like light bulb, you know, and what you just said of where you were and where you are, it's – just choose and then choose yeah. and then choose and then choose. The yeah. wonderful Mikey Delara said that and he's mm. a he's a musician and I said, will you please write a song about yes. that? And at the end when he came and gave me a hug, he said, you know, I've been wanting to write some more music and I thought that I didn't have anything else to write about. He went, mm. and I'm going to write about this. Oh, and I was yay. like, cool. And yay. he's amazing. He so I will, awesome. when he writes that, I'll get him on a podcast and get him to actually sing on the podcast oh, so that we can have it on there because he's, he's brilliant. Yes. So if, I mean, I'm doing a, another Choice of Possibilities class mm, in yes. Denver, Colorado yes. in yes. February with Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness. So I'm looking forward to that. And if you would like to find anything out about Access, please go to accessconsciousness.com. You can also go to accessjoyofbusiness.com. 
which you can find a local JCF, which is a Joy Business Facilitator, and they're doing Joy Business 101 and 102s all over the world, and they're absolutely brilliant, and they will show you the tools and processes to create something different in your life and your business. And Sylvia, if someone wanted to be like, what? who is Sylvia Prentice? Where do I find out more about her and what classes is she doing? Where can they find you? Well, Facebook, definitely, Sylvia Puentes, um, and also on the Access Consciousness website, so accessconsciousness.com forward slash Sylvia Puentes. And I am right now traveling the world facilitating Right Voice for You classes, being new classes, so um, those are two places Brilliant. I'd love out. to actually have you on again, and let's talk about Right Voice for I'd You. I'd love to be back. Cool. And I want to do a plug-in for translation. We are a company that does something pretty phenomenal with translation. I mean, we translate... Every language is always available if we can get a translator to come in. So if you know anyone in any part of the world that desires any of these classes, whatever language they speak, contact us. We probably know someone that speaks that language and we will make it happen. Because as far as my point of view is that everybody should have these tools and language should not be a barrier. So See, you yeah. have the point of view that everyone should have it. Language shouldn't be a barrier. I say no one should have a money problem. Yep. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Marnie Baranko, where can people find you if they'd like to find you? Also Facebook, also the Access Consciousness website, and I do have my own uh, website, which is marniebe.com, M-A-R-N-I-E-B-E.com. That's sort of like really gangster type, isn't it? It's yeah. like uh, Marnie B is in the house. Well, yeah. it's because nothing else was available. That was the closest thing I No, 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 no. Right it's because you're because like gangster like. Yeah, yo, Marnie yo. B is in the house. Right. <laughs> I love it. And if you like these podcasts, please share it with your friends and write a review. It's like tell the world about it because yeah. you know what? My target and my aim and my request and demand is that we have the access consciousness tools out there to everybody in the entire world so that they know that it exists so that they can actually choose it. So thank you so much, Sylvia and Mani, for joining me today. And, <laughs> and cheers, everyone. Cheers. And cheers, everyone. <laughs> cheers and to choice of possibilities. There you go. There's the clink of the champagne glasses. <laughs> Get a glass of champagne yourself and have some fun because as Gary Douglas says, what if the purpose of life was to have fun? Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.